Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Good, The Bad, and The Nerdy, Episode 6. And uh, we're just going to get into it. We're running a bit late. Uh, Steve decided to take off to Hawaii. I don't know. I guess that's a thing. That's his, that's thing. his Christmas. And uh, do so Christmas time. It's just uh, Avery and I today. So, Avery, let's just get into this. What are you? What have you been watching? What have you been playing? We haven't seen you yeah. in two weeks. So what's going on? I know, <laughs> I know, right? You know, it's it's good to be back. It's been crazy, you know, just uh, in in transition of finding finding a place called home, man. Like it, it's crazy. But um, as far as what I've been playing, and I, I think I mentioned before, you know, during my two week absence, like I've been playing the Mass Effect, the new Mass Effect trilogy. Um, currently on the second one, having a blast playing it. You know, definitely notice the the amazing aspect of the graphical changes. But there's definitely it's there's some parts where it's just a little weird, like the graphical changes kind of made it just a little weird as far as just the facial movements and stuff. But that's a very deep topic. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then as far as what I'm watching, um, what have I been watching? What did I watch? Oh, you know what? So I've actually been watching this show on Amazon called The Good Fight. Um, I don't. It's 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 definitely not in the realm of nerdy or geeky, but it's it has to do with a lot of uh of just law and and you know just our political system and stuff. But it's it's a really nice twist. Okay. I, I really yeah, I really enjoy it. it. It's it's something different, just something kind of change, just change things up a bit. So mm-hmm. that's what I've been doing. I try and avoid anything political these days. I can't freaking take it. I'm, I'm understandable. <laughs> understandable. This is been very it's been a very in like fun engaging show so I'm, I'm here for it okay so i didn't play anything i okay. wasn't home all weekend i was <laughs> kind of having band practice and drinking. Oh, okay. <laughs> sounds good to me <laughs> but uh i watched a boatload of YouTube. Okay. And I watched South Paul again and again. Okay. And again. And again. <laughs> um, did you get a chance to watch it? I did. I got a okay. chance to watch only awesome. once, but that'll Not be good enough. <laughs> so I, I, I have to watch things multiple times. Yeah. Because like like the first time I turned it on, um, it was like the middle of the night. And I was just trying to put something on to go to sleep. And, and, sure. and, I was stuck to it. I'm like, it's three in the morning. I need to go to bed. So I shut it off. And sure. then like another time I turned it on and I fell asleep. And so I just watched it a bunch. Whatever. Yeah. I, I love I mean, it. But yeah, <laughs> I, I, mean, I, feel, I feel that's a good practice. You know, I mean, like, I think I want to do that too. Like I want to start watching things multiple because when you watch it once, you're more mm-hmm. just, you're soaking it in. Right. And then your other watch throughs, it's, you know, now you're looking for things as far as to critique things you maybe miss, mm-hmm. kind of really start deep diving into it. So like, I think, yeah. Well, that's, practice- that's why the Dune stuff was so awesome because yeah. you went and saw it because you had to go see it. Right. And then, and then it was also available on HBO. So I was able to do more research. More research. And yeah. Was like able to plug in more. Um, right. Like we've got Spider Man coming up. I just bought my tickets for Spider Man tomorrow, eight o'clock. Nice, nice. Uh, Manuel and I are gonna go. Awesome. Finding seats were a bit difficult already. I, we're not even going really? to the closest. I've got a theater five minutes from my house, and uh-huh. you know it's all by front row. 
even yeah. in the IMAX. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. Like, <laughs> wow, that's crazy. So, you know, I, I, I probably should have because so I'm going to be in Atlanta this weekend. And I, I'd even think about, you know, like, oh, yeah, I'll just get tickets when I'm out there. And I didn't even think about, like, wait, what am I talking about? This is Spider Man. Like, this is going to be packed. So you yeah, just gave me an idea to, like, look at it tonight. Look now. <laughs> yeah. 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 Definitely look now. Um, yeah. Cause so like obviously these were opening. I didn't I I I have to go opening day because I'm on the internet all the time and I can't. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Like like and I and I, and so another thing that I really liked was uh when we would when we did the Ghostbusters stuff when I got a yeah. Ghostbusters I did that short and I was able to give like a quick little yay or nay and make a little extra comment on it. So I yeah I I, I you and Steve are able to do that now. So I yeah, that would be awesome. Any, anytime yeah. Anyways, behind. Uh, the inside baseball shit. So right. I've got a couple news stories. Well, this will be quick. Uh, I didn't tell you about these. These right. are awesome. uh, in a, in a category that I'm working on coming up with a name because okay. they're, they're cool, but like they could be cooler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so did you know Ubisoft announced a new Splinter Cell game? what really that's that's that yeah no they remake the splinter cell remake oh my so cool okay. but okay. could be cooler could be cooler Agree. <laughs> yeah i definitely been cooler if it was an actual new splinter cell but okay remake I, i'm here for it. i and I, I, I love the first splinter cell so, yeah, I, I that was what two thousand five? Maybe, maybe. Uh, I I kind of want to say was, like don't, don't age yourself. Two thousand five, yeah. Because I age was, yourself. Don't age yourself. Oh, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thirty eight years old, and I don't care. <laughs> yeah i know i was i was like 15 i was still a teenager playing spinner so i know so yeah i I remember playing it in my very first apartment on uh-huh. this giant tv that was about as thick as it was wide okay and, <laughs> big and, back uh, big booty <laughs> i enjoyed it i played it yeah uh it just made me want to play metal gear solid 2 Ooh. okay all right. Yeah, I see that. Um, you know, yeah, no, I'm with you. I, you know, as much as I loved the Splinter Cell series and especially the first one, um, it definitely still gave me that, you know, MSG vibe, especially Metal Gear, mm-hmm. yeah, or sorry, MGS, especially Metal Gear Solid 2, you know, wanting to sneak around and not only sneak around, but just have the arsenal of, you know, weapons available to you if you want to not be sneaky, mm-hmm. right? You know. So. Depending on how it looks, I might check it out. Like, I mean, if it looks amazing, which I mean, all these games are looking amazing. If you haven't, if you didn't see my Eclipse review, the Star Wars Eclipse, Mm -hmm. or if you haven't seen that trailer, go check it out because that looks gorgeous. Now, what we saw on that trailer might not have any, might not even be in the game at all. Like, they might have just made a movie for a video game. You know what I mean? Like a little. Right. Did did you see the trailer? Yeah. The Eclipse Mm -hmm. stuff looks gorgeous. Looks amazing. Yeah. Don't know a damn thing about the game. Right. But 
<laughs> what else is new with these teasers? Also, I found out today, four years until that comes out. <laughs> four years? Four years. Four years. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so basically what that means is it'll be... Steven might finally years. have his PlayStation 5. Yeah, right. <laughs> Four years, we'll, like we'll have a PS5 Pro or whatever by that time, man. Like that's crazy. So four years among Ugh. the same lines. The uh, I was, it's not going to let me do that. There we go. The uh, 40 series was announced. Ooh. So you can't buy a PlayStation Five. You can't get your hands on a 30 series. But you can mm-hmm. go for the forty. So this is so this. I know this was officially announced. This is about a rumor about when they're going to be released, and they're saying end of next year. Yeah. Um. I want a thirty series like right now, mm-hmm. but I can't get one. So How once much again, those are- cool news, but yeah. I can't do anything about it. Can't do anything. Yeah. How much is the, the the 30 series running right now? They've got a list of them. So, like, you can get the basic 3060. You're supposed yeah. to get them for less than $350. And then you can get okay. the, the Fly 3090 for $1,500. But <laughs> otherwise, you're looking to pay about... I. It's been a while since I looked. But, like, yeah. these are going for, like, six to eight on yeah. offer up in places like that like yeah and then and then these of course are like 2500 she's crazy yeah um yeah. But i remember when they announced this and everyone freaked out they're like oh my god that's so cheap like, yeah and and, and <clears throat> rumor is they're expecting about the same price range for the 40 series and they're also saying that they're expecting the same jump that the 30 got from the 20 between uh-huh. the 30 and the 40 so hmm. I want a 30 series now. It's gonna be hard for me to not want a 40 series when that comes out, even if I got a 30 series. Sure. I'm sure I'm looking at doing a dual PC setup for all of this. Really? Yes. Yeah, okay. That's yeah, um, no, that, that seems smart. Yeah. Got my game actually my streaming computer. Yeah. I actually just uh my dad, he um he bought like this gigantic beast of a tower about a year ago um, and had has no idea what to do with it. Like he's been running, you know, been using it, but like has not been using it to his full potential. So I finally was able to get that off of him. So like, it, I'm going to be using that bad boy to like, you know, run everything, but it's, it's, I haven't really checked the inside. It's in, it's terrible hardware, but it's comped out with some really good stuff. Like when he's running his, you know, running his games and everything um, that bad boy was super smooth. So I was, I'm super excited to take that from him finally. And, you don't know what's in there? Not yet. I, I I purposely didn't want to know what was in there because when it was time for me to have it, I wanted to go in there and kind of surprise myself and then okay. just, yeah, and then like really just get in there and, and take the time to dive and do any upgrades I need to. So what's he using now? So he bought himself another tower. Uh, okay. Um, but this one, this one is uh, pre-built. So like, you know, this one wasn't like built from the ground up like the other tower. Um, but it's, you know, pre-built one from one of those like third party game, you know, game PC companies mm-hmm. that build them. Um, he spent around uh, like 13, 1500, maybe it's 
pretty pretty beefy you know got some really good graphics bottom monitor like a big ass monitor with it you know to kind of help run it and it's just as flipping beautiful i'm super jealous i don't i don't get it like my dad i'm the big i'm the nerd but my dad has the money to like be the nerd but it's not uh-huh. a, but it's not a nerd right yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. he just wants to play games i love it yeah he's cool. supposed to play games yeah <laughs> uh, yeah I, I, I love him for it like he got into gaming because of me so you know like he he, he saw what i wanted to do for a living he's like all right i'll get into this shit so you know so he just stuck with it speaking of monitors i didn't look into this because it was just said in passing my brother said that he saw that either they announced or they're releasing uh 4k monitors that can do like 144 hertz <laughs> 144 hertz that's insane that's or megahertz or whatever you know what i mean yeah yeah um, yeah i got you but like <clears throat> that would be pretty big and they're probably going to be super expensive <laughs> oh yeah super definitely i mean the the monitor that my dad my pop has now uh because it's yeah it's a 4k monitor and i think it's like a thirst I want to say it's like a 25 inch, 24 inch. Mm-hmm. It ran him like 800, 900 dollars, and I'm I was like, only doing 60 hertz. Because yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got. I, I can't I, even imagine. I got the 1440, 144. Yeah, um, and it was just over 300 bucks. Mm-hmm. Now, mine's a 32 inch, which yeah, I like and I don't like. I wish. I, I wish. I wish they made a 30 inch. <laughs> right yeah it has to go from 28 to 32 right uh, <laughs> but yeah no i thought that that was i i, I look forward to seeing one mm-hmm. um so yeah we, we we're getting the splinter cell remake they announced the 40 series uh cool but could be cooler news like maybe announce the 40 series and then like you could now get a 30 series anytime <laughs> right exactly yeah that that will be the coolness that will get people excited you know but um we, yeah well i'm i'm excited for you know this remake oh well you know what i'll, I'll say this i'm it's just, i'm skeptical of the remake because of just how things have been going on lately as far as companies just pushing remakes out and remasterings and stuff um but you know i'll give ubisoft a doubt and see what they come up with you know, we've talked in a previous uh, or previous podcast about remake versus remaster. So I'm I'm interested to see what exactly they all will do as far as a remake, since you know that kind of means you're they're kind of building from the ground up, in a sense. You know, I wish they would just do a new one. Like, like yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Is Splinter Cell on the Xbox gaming service or the PlayStation gaming service or anything? Like, I mean, I if it's already so. there, yeah. if it's already there and you can play the old one, yeah. But I, yeah, I, yeah, I believe, yeah, I believe you can get it on the Xbox Game Pass. And if not, if you actually have, you can buy it. Like, you can buy the original ones mm-hmm. and play it on Xbox One. So, so let me. Know, everyone, everyone just wants to see the nice and shiny looking for something here real quick i want to oh that's not eh, that's kind of it but that looks like shit terrible resolution so i want i want to do things kind of backwards um i want to do the movie talk first before we get into the mm-hmm. big video game stuff awesome sounds good so 
couple weeks ago, I ran across this old, it's an old 2015, <laughs> I think is when it came out. Yeah. Uh, this old, this boxing movie with Jake Gyllenhaal. And I turned it what? on. I was like, oh yeah, I saw this. Yeah. But I didn't remember it all. So I must've been on my phone or anything or something. <laughs> like, I don't know. But why am I getting messages? So, uh, where is that? I want this image, but not in that terrible resolution. So, Avery, while I look for this, go ahead. What did you think of Southpaw? Um, so I, so my thing is, I love boxing movies first and foremost. Like boxing movies are just those are my jam. Right. I love the story structure. I love the underdog or just the trying to, you know, the, the comeback. I, I love those. I um, take any recommendations outside of the ones that everyone knows, you know, the Rocky ones. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Creed. Yeah. I mean, I, of course, I've seen the Creed ones as well. Right. Um, but with Southpaw, I really enjoy it. Like, that's actually one of my, it's Southpaw is one of my favorite um, as far as like the fighting, boxing, genre movies. Um, especially. So good. Boxing is so good. It's so realistic. You know, the Jake Gyllenhaal's acting is amazing. You can feel the energy, the, the just the rawness, and I love that about him. Um, especially while it's crazy because while rewatching this now, you know, it, it kind of hit just a little closer to home. You know, the fact with me about to be a father pretty soon, and it's like the fact that you know this, you know, Jake, you know, his character, like he's doing everything in his ability to you know, be there for his, for his daughter and try to get her back. Like, I was all like, man, this is, I feel you father. Like, I feel you dad. Like I get it, <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. You know, if, if, you know, before we get into, you know, I start talking more deep about it, I'll, I'll definitely give it, um, you know, 10 punching bags out of 10. It's, it's, I, I like it a lot. So the, so like, so I told you, I turned it on. The first time yeah. I the first time I watched it, I turned it on. It's like two in the morning. I'm trying to go to bed. And I was just like, I'm just gonna throw some crap on. And then so I'm I'm totally in. Like he he's got the first fight, you know, like it opens up with him getting his gloves put on and they're doing yeah. all that. And then, you know, his wife comes in and the rest of his team leaves the locker room and she yeah. and she she he doesn't even say anything. He's got his headphones on. She just looks in his eyes, she picks up his face, looks in his eyes, and she's like, All right, you're ready. Right. And, then, and and so like that it, that it goes into him that it goes it goes pretty much directly to the fight from there and he is just getting his butt handed to him. Right. Like, it's a bloody mess. Like, yeah. <laughs> it is so it's like bad. a bloody mess. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 so like everyone's freaking out and then of course yeah. he pulls it out out of nowhere. He just blasts the dude and just knocks him out. Right. Um and so you and, and then after that like, you know, him and his wife have another moment. So they're building this whole thing about the relationship between, I can't remember the damn character's name, between Jake Gyllenhaal and who is it, Rachel um, McAdams? Yeah, I think uh, Jake, it's Billy Hope and Billy, Billy Hope. And then um, and Maggie, maybe? That, or Megan or something like that. Megan, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, so they're building this relationship and they're showing that there's a deep connection. Turns out right. they were both orphans together and they right. grew up and they got married and you know, they've, they've been, they've been with each other for quite some time. Right. Uh, and so then it got, and so later on they're at this, uh, charity event for the orphanage that they were brought up in. And Billy was, was like the main speaker and everything. 
And that, and after all of that, the guy who wanted to challenge him for the belt mm-hmm. said something about what do I got to do to get your attention? Do I got to F your wife? And, and so Billy went and got him. Right. Right. Took a swing. And so there was a big old scuffle. Someone shoots a gun. Right. Sure enough, they shot his wife. Right. <laughs> right. And, and that, that was the moment when I was like, I have to shut this shit off. I am not going to stop watching this. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it draws you in. Right. It, it's, and you know, so that's, um, it's funny. Cause I was talking to someone about this, right. About, um, establish, you know, doing that character buildup, establishing that connection with the character, you know, like if, for example, like say if the movie just started off with his wife getting shot, you wouldn't have felt the impact as you would mm-hmm. if you saw how that, that connection with each other, with them. Right. Seeing them, knowing how they grew up, they grew up with each other, seeing that his wife has his has his back, like that connection. So then when mm-hmm. she's taken away, you feel that more impactful than you would if like the opening scenes like, oh, his wife is shot. And now this guy's down on his luck. Like you wouldn't really feel invested. Yep, exactly. And I feel that's lacking in a lot of things these days. Yes. Yes. Everything is just quick pace. Like this, everything wants to just well, go, go get to the monkey. You know what? Yeah. Now that you say it like that, could that be the attention deficit disorder era where we're all on our phones all the time and shit like that? Maybe that's why they think that that's, it works. You know, it, it and you know, it, it's, it's possible, right? Because, you know, um, as someone who mindlessly scrolls through TikTok every once in a while, um, if the, if, if the clip is more than 30 seconds, I immediately just swipe. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like I, I, one of those, like get to the joke now. Like I don't uh-huh. want to build it up. Like, so, but at the same time, I'm also from the era where like, I enjoy the, I enjoy the development, the, the structure and stuff like that, you know, right. but when it comes I, to a movie, give me a story. Like I, yeah, I can understand the TikTok story. thing. That's, that's yeah, the yeah. point of TikTok. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's quick. Yeah. But nowadays, like Spider-Man's two and a half hours. You better give me a damn right. story. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, like there and just yeah. be blasted with crap the whole time. Exactly. Exactly. Because oh, yeah. and you know what? A good example for that, right? Was uh man, what what's Transform was it? It was uh maybe it was a fourth one. It's one where they brought in the Dinobots, but like because I think that was like a two and a half hour movie as well. And it just felt so long because of just non-stop action and it got boring mm-hmm. and it's like there was no build-up right there was no character development and it's just just you know just throwing action 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 and it was a mess versus you know um and i mean like with endgame or with uh, infinity war you know close to three hour movie you know reg- i mean granted that we had the you know all the other movies kind of build up to it but when I was watching it, I didn't feel that three hour drag, right? Like I, it kind of just moved a little longer for me, mm-hmm. you know, versus like what Transformers was only two and a half hours. Like it just felt like I was in here forever. Like I was with, like, I remember watching Transformers. I was, I was watching with my boy, Jake, and we were drunk out of our mind. You know, we were like, you know, let's, we, that was our thing. Like we go to the movies. Beer bottle down the day. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like we go to the movies and like, we just get, we just get drunk. And we lost our buzz before, like halfway through the movie, and they were like, "That's not, that's not how that's supposed to be." <laughs> like we just, like we got so bored. I'm like, "What mm-hmm. the heck?" You know. So we have a special guest watching us. Steve hey. out over there. Hey, chilling in Hawaii, man. Chilling in Hawaii, so, watching us do this show. Right, get a life, bro. 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> Catch the waves or something, man. Go, yeah. Don't be watching us nerds, man. Dude, it's what? Here. Two o'clock over there? Right. <laughs> I think right. <laughs> landed like three hours ago. Oh. But, uh, okay. so yeah, they built this relationship. And then, shoot, even before they killed off his wife, after mm -hmm. the fight that he won, they, they, go, they go home. Right. And then you see him bond with his daughter. Yeah. Like he wakes her up and they have this super cute interaction. <laughs> and Jake Gyllenhaal's character did not want to leave. Like he just wanted to hang yeah. out with his daughter. And like, I mean, he yeah. had plans with his wife. Like they yeah. made that very clear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. But like, you know, and he was just in there just loving on his daughter. And so now you see that there's this, there's this family thing. And then there's other interactions mm -hmm. with the three of them the next day and yeah. like getting ready for the charity event and all this stuff. And and you, right. the, so they build this bond and they, and they show you the bond. They don't just tell you, they actually show you this bond. And so like when they, when, when his wife was murdered, you know, he <clears> spends <throat> all night in the police department and, you know, and so they're like, my, my daughter gets up at six. And, right. and he's like, I got my daughter. They, they keep asking him all these questions and he's not going to give them any information. He doesn't, yeah. I don't know, you know, that street thing. You don't, you don't yeah. snitch, whatever, even though they freaking yeah, killed his damn wife. Um, right. But like, he's all he said, is, all he kept saying is my daughter gets up at six. My daughter gets up at six. And so eventually, you know, he makes it home and there's this whole thing where like, he's contemplating suicide. The bills mm -hmm. are piling up. Um, so eventually he ends up out on his ass and right. well, he, he did something and they took his daughter away. Oh no, that wasn't it. What was um, it? Well, um, darn it. Uh, I think I'm trying, I'm trying to remember. Um, cause yeah, it was a few days ago, but that I watched it. Oh, man, what did he, yeah. What happened? He caused, he caused, he caused, trouble somewhere else to lose, yeah to lose custody of his daughter mm -hmm. like, yeah and so he lost custody of his daughter and that just shook him to the core right. and so eventually he ends up at this new gym looking for he needs a, he needs a job he needs a place to stay in order to get his daughter back from the system which mm -hmm. being from the system is even more impactful for him, um, yeah, for and him. Just, yeah, because that was and, never supposed to be a thing. As a matter of fact, they make a they make a point mentioning that where like all of his buddies were also raised in the system, all his whole team, yeah. and and what, like one of them was driving him to drop him off to go visit her for the first time. And he's like, I never thought we'd be back here. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, me neither. So like they yeah. they they had made it. Like this guy was world boxing champion. Yeah, world boxing like, four belts or something. Like, yeah. Like he had made it. And then yeah. so he goes to this gym and he's looking for a coach because he wants to box, even though he was kicked out of um professional boxing because of you, you're not allowed to punch anyone <laughs> when you're not right. in the ring when you're a boxer. Right. Go figure. Right. <laughs> Probably a good one to have. <laughs> <What a fun>. <laughs> <laughs> Kill somebody. <laughs> yeah. Hands um, of actual motherfucking weapons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So he gets to this gym and it was Will's gym, Tid, Tid, Tid Wills, 
Tid, 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 Tid Wills, Tid, some. It's it's Tid or Tig. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But anyways, that's played by Forrest Whitaker. So of course, mm -hmm. great acting. Um. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, no, I don't trade professional boxers. And like, well, I'm not a professional boxer anymore. Right. Yeah. And so he's he 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 um he ends up pouring out his soul. He's like, look, and he's like, you know they. It, Oh yeah, he had the newspapers like, you know, didn't, didn't you see that I'm not that? Isn't that in there? And he's mm -hmm. like, and then he's like, is the fact that they took away my daughter from me in there as well? And so he kind of mm -hmm. like bears his soul out to him. And so he's like, all right, we'll do this, you know, no swearing, no, all of this stuff. And he's like, right. you throw a punch when I tell you type thing, right. you know, and, and, uh, when I'm watching it earlier today, I'm like, oh, he finally has a father figure. Yeah, right. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, which is amazing. Like normally, mm -hmm. to be a, the kind of dad. Well, no, I guess that would make sense too. To be the kind of dad that he is in this mm -hmm. movie. Um, Bobby, is that Bobby mm -hmm. Hope? Uh, or Billy Hope? Billy Hope. Billy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Billy, Billy. Billy. So Billy, to be the kind of father that he was, usually you think that would require a good father figure. Yeah. But I think not having one might have just made him more inspired to be the best inspired player. to be definitely yeah. he finally got a father figure and so they're training yeah. and they're finally doing things in the ring and then he goes he, at one point in time he gives probably the biggest compliment he could give anybody and he told mm -hmm. wills that his wife would have liked him mm -hmm. because he was teaching him defense which is not part of his game yeah. his game exactly. <laughs> and that's yeah. that's all she wanted <laughs> Bill right, Bill like cover your face, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're gonna be punch drunk in a month or something like that. Like, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, yeah. So they're doing the training thing, and we go through all of this, and he and he and Billy learns to humble himself. He learns right. to be a hard worker. Um, and then and then he gets his first amateur bout for a charity thing with this other big white guy, and yeah. you know they. Uh, so I don't remember it specifically, but I think originally the game plan was for him to just kind of defend and learn his stuff. You know, it's, it's a practice round. And, mm -hmm. then, and then at the end, coach was like, jabs, only jabs. And he put mm -hmm. the guy out, KO on jabs. Like, right. <laughs> and, then, and then that's yeah. when like, they were all like, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was, yeah. And so 50 Cent shows up. He's He's been the promoter this whole time. Promoter. Right, um, right. And he's like, all right, I'm going to get you in the ring with the guy whose crew killed your wife. You mm -hmm. got six weeks to train. Mm -hmm. Not very long. No. Billy's like, I got to get my kid back. And he's like, right. this, is, this is how I can do this. And so actually he ends up getting his kid back before that fight. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, he goes through more training and getting ready. And, and, you know, you're watching the other boxer train and then he's training, you know, that kind of whole montage thing. Oh, yeah. Which, yeah. Typical, stereotypical montage. Yeah. Once again, those were the dudes training. They did not. Yeah. Like there was no stunt doubles. Like no. Jake Gyllenhaal was jumping that rope. That guy was right. doing those freaking crunches in air, doing the twists and everything. Like right. those dudes were jacked. 
<laughs> yeah, that, that's right. That's that's you know one thing I love about that that genre, right? That fighting boxing genre, especially when the training sequences go and you see that. I always get pumped. Like mm-hmm. when I watch those, like actually after I watch a Southpaw, I was like, I need to go back hard in the gym. Like I'm, I know it's just they're so motivating, and you see them, you and it's not because of this boxing gym. I mean, you know, I, I'll probably do that, you know, but it's it's more than just like you know how they look. It's just it's just you see that drive, right? Like you see mm-hmm. that drive, yes. drive that motivation. It's and it's so it's effective, right? Our infection, infection, and there we go. When you say yeah, when you say that drive, that might be like one of the most driven training montages out there mm-hmm. like oh yeah and, and stuff that they're doing like i mean rocky punching the meat and everything is cool but yeah like, the these guys are so into it yeah and, and 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 it's just so like the the boxing training and everything it's just so realistic like i'm like it's this is realistic. how it is like yeah like it's, <laughs> it's grimy dirty they're sweaty like it they're just putting in work like it's yeah it looks really good so we finally get to the fight um, he's he's got his daughter back. He he has proven to the courts after being rejected many times, and his daughter mm-hmm. also refusing to see him, right. which is a blow to an ego as well. Because at his very so, first meeting, he was like, the the caseworker was like, "How do you feel right? Like, how do you feel right now?" And he's like, "Um, I'm a hot mess, essentially." And she's like, yeah. "Well, if you're a hot mess, do you think you should see your daughter right now?" And he's like, "Well, if I see my daughter, I'll feel better." And then she's like, "Will she feel better?" And so they mm. go into that whole thing. And then, um, so, and, and then he finally gets to see her and she's all like, screw you, dad, get me out of here. Yeah. And, and so she refused to see him for a while. And so then he finally proves to the courts that he's like, Hey, I am an upstanding citizen, you know, yeah. like, like I'm doing my thing. I am. And, and, and you, you can see it in his acting where he has become humble and yeah. like his acting. I, <sighs> Top top notch. It's it was good. It was it's it was super good. good. It was really good. He 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 really he really studied the role. He really got mm-hmm. into it. Um, you can feel it. I I love actors when you just they they they're in it. They feel it, and you make the audience feel it. I was mm-hmm. I was in it all the way. Yeah. And so he gets his daughter back, and he lets her go to the fight, which is something mom never let happen. Never. Yeah, because it was too much. And and they went and they visited the grave, and she's like, he he told her that the guy he was going to fight was the guy that you know was involved in all in the death and everything. And she's like, well, I have to go now. And then he's like, what? She, she was, like, and he he was reluctant to do it, but he did it. And yeah. uh, she asked, was mom ever scared? And he's like, yeah, all the time, because he was just getting pounded, right? <laughs> no, just in the face, and it just be like aggro about it too like come on keep yeah. going at it yeah right? like, yeah he's a psycho <laughs> freaking yeah. psycho so like so they go to the they go to the boxing match and he's getting his ass kicked mm-hmm. go figure he's just getting right. pounded right and then like any really good boxing match the momentum changes about right. halfway through he starts kicking ass right and so he starts beating him up and then they they go the full twelve rounds. The eleventh round was uh, kind of boring because they, mm-hmm. you know they're they're both exhausted and they're just right. you know they're just, they're just trying to get through it and they're trying to kill each other without yeah. being killed. 
and uh you know everyone throughout the match the announcers are talking about how like this is the first time they've ever seen billy do defense this is the first time because like, he's like protecting his eye they got cut and everything yeah um, and so we get to the last round and they're both just wailing on each other and right dying as well because they're just so tired yeah so exactly at the very end um the opponent got penalized with a low blow hit him in the mm -hmm. nuts yeah and at that moment is when coach was like go southpaw and so he finally and so that's that was that's why it's called that so up all right and yeah. credits <laughs> roll credit like roll credits yeah, yeah. So he, he he hit him with the jab and then came with that left uppercut and yeah. just blasted the dude dude got up at the very end and then billy won by decision mm -hmm. um that that i would love to them have, have all i would have watched all 12 rounds i would have sat there for another hour in this movie with that mm -hmm. choreography that they had it's like y'all oh, <laughs> oh, man you know come on you know me don't even get me started like I am. That is like my go-to is choreography, cinematography. Beautiful, absolutely mm -hmm. beautiful. Super. It's. It was just like yeah. Like I think we just mentioned it earlier. Like it's this one is by far one of the most realistic boxing movies I've seen as far as just how the punches are and just mm -hmm. how. And it and and I'm. Not, I won't even be surprised, right? That while filming, like they just went through these rounds and were actually exhausted. Like you. Oh I, yeah. Like you. It, you know it's it's it was very impactful no, I, uh, shoot they should just make a movie of those 12 rounds right i'll, I'll be in i'll, I'll be in to watch it one and a half yeah but right? <laughs> yeah like you know just release release the cut man i'll, I'll be yeah. down to watch it, oh you, you know, know what i wonder if there isn't a special edition dvd on this you know that that'll be some like a good something to find out yeah yeah you, if you find it, you let me know. I will. I will watch that with you. Like, yo, let's let's watch this. Like we're watching pay per view. <laughs> yeah. So after after watching this movie, so I've I've been doing the boxing gym thing here for a few months, just because okay. like that's a different kind of workout. I think lifting yeah. weights is kind of weird. Uh, it, boxing is definitely more mental, and that's definitely. I need I need mental stimulation when I do anything. Yeah. Um, oh, oh yeah, I agree. But, I'm with you. So like this made me. I'm like okay. I've been wanting to watch more fighting. Right. Now I have to go out and find it. Like, like, yeah, I'm just so about, I, for the first time in my life, I might've found another sport that I wanted to watch besides more than basketball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's for you say that, right? Because, um, you know, I'm the same way. I never really been into watching boxing, but like I said, I've always enjoyed watching, you know, fighting boxing movies. Mm -hmm. But yeah, after rewatching Southpaw again, and you know, and it's crazy, right? Because in, in my friends have my friends have quoted on this many times when when they've seen me recently, they're like, "Dude, you're you're getting like you're getting bigger, like you you're actually like, getting like really you know bigger. You're not like a skinny little runner anymore." I'm all like, "Yeah, man, I'm about to have a I'm about to have a kid, man. Like I gotta you know I want to be you know I gotta protect you know." Uh -huh. So like yeah, I've been getting into more and fighting more into just like beef myself up and like yeah seeing this and seeing that dynamic with trying to get his daughter back i'm all like you know i, I was all into it i was like yeah let me you know i want to just keep going right keep getting bigger just fighting and like you're saying just get that mental space in get that mental space in check that's why i wanted you to watch the movie 
<laughs> yeah, no, I, mean, I figured. I figured. You know, you you're like, so did you watch it yet? And I'm all like, oh, yeah, man, I watched it. I'm a little emotional right now, but I, I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I've I've been all about just yeah watching like, you know, father child dynamic movies. And you know, I've been, you know, I've been watching from comedy to serious. It's like all of it, man. Just kind of just soaking it all in. Mm-hmm. So and crying all along the way. <laughs> The first search results for Southpaw director's cut is the headline that says Southpaw would have been better with deleted scenes. Hmm. Interesting. So there's there's a Blu-ray out there, and then there's a bunch of deleted scenes. There's no director's cut, it doesn't look uh-huh. like. But there is a Blu-ray. Also, the second headline is Guilty Remake Reunites Jake Gyllenhaal with Southpaw director Antoine Fuca. Fuqua? Fuqua. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I don't know, some Danish thriller called Guilty. <laughs> I don't know if it ever got made. This this article's from 2020. Huh. Um, my birthday of 2020, September. Oh, wow. So, I will have to look into that. I will leave that tab up. So, yeah, I'm with you. 10 out of 10 punching bags. Um, That's made the yearly rotation. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. It, I, I, yeah, I'll, I'll add that to my yearly rotation because, yeah, I have my yearly rotation as far as you know, fighting movies because I try to have one from each genre. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Creed one right now, but I might have to switch it to Southpaw. Like, I actually I forgot how good Southpaw was, it's really good. Yeah, this is definitely on my this will be on my yearly. Oh, what a last thing I want to say about this is this mm-hmm. is called. The story type is called the hero's journey. Hero's journey. Yeah. He had it so, all. Yeah. Lost it all. And right. then had to do something to get it all back. And he did it. And there were stakes. And there was just excellent <clears throat> building of a story happening here. Now, I mean, yeah. it's a trope. It's very common. But once Oop. again, something that's lacking from hero movies. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, as much of a trope it is, it works. It, there's a reason yeah. why it's it's there. I can't stop. I can't yeah. stop. <laughs> like one of my other favorite movies is this movie Chef, and it's a hero's journey uh, about a chef. Right. right. <laughs> I need Everyone's to do my review on that because I I've got some deep things to say about that. Yeah, that'll be yeah, that'll be cool. That'd be cool to watch. Um, yeah, watch your review on that. So yeah, any final thoughts? Um, yeah, no final thoughts, you know, just the, once again, now, you know, watching another fighting movie, I'm, I'm pumped even mm-hmm. more to, just, you know, work out and just be motivated that mental space is in there. Like I'm going to just conquer everything, you know, excited to see that father daughter dynamic, you know, I'm, I'm excited, more excited to just grab the reins of just being a dad, man. Like that's, I'm just, I'm excited. Awesome. How much yeah. longer you got? <laughs> Uh, so what is this? So we just now entered the third trimester. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just in the third trimester. All right. Yeah. Just around the corner. Yeah. Yeah. So our last topic is going to be, I don't want to do this, but I have to. Um, do it. So our last topic is going to be about Bungie, but a little more uh, personal. 
shall I say. So it dun, has come dun, out dun. recently, and this is this isn't that recently, but someone just wrote this article for IGN the other yeah. day. Um another gaming studio with toxic things going <laughs> on and all of that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. but what I wanted to talk about today, and there's a reason for this, is I wanted to talk about crunch. Mm. So okay. one reason, well, there's several reasons I want to talk about this, but Avery and I know each other from having worked together at a software company (laughs) and we were both testers at this company. He went on to do other things and I stayed in testing, but did other things as well. Um, (laughs) so we were, we were both software testers. Now, before Avery worked at this particular place where we met, he was a video game tester. Yay. <laughs> so I want to actually talk to him about that. I've never tested video games. I came close once. I dodged a bullet because I got another job offer at the same time. Good um, job. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I want the one thing I want to talk about is crunch. And then I, okay. I but I want to start off with your um personal experience with video game testing. And I've got a few questions about that, and we'll move into the crunch stuff and We'll talk about software development life cycle. It's going to be really exciting, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, the one thing I wanted to say about this particular article is, so the crunch was so bad. They're saying that they work 60, 70, 80, or even 100 hours a week. I've mm-hmm. worked the 60, 70 hour a week in software, not mm-hmm. video games. They suck. Mm-hmm. Um, they benefited me in the long run. Right. But that was, I was in a really great situation. Uh, right. So, but the, they they also have they claim that there was someone where where was it that there was someone who was so sick there was a developer who was so sick that they were having to I don't know if they were dictating to like a voice to speech thing but like they were so sick mm-hmm. they couldn't type so they talked out the code so I don't know if they hmm. were having someone else type it. Or if they were doing voice to speech, but let me tell you, they're probably doing C and that stuff's mm-hmm. ugly as hell. Very. And, yeah. and like, even if it was voice to speech, you have to spend all the time explaining to that how, what to do. Right. Or if you're telling somebody who the hell else during crunch time is typing this out for you. Exactly. You know I mean? Like, so like, yeah. it sounds a little fishy to me. Um, I, I can believe it, but also like, you don't have sick time. Like this was a personal choice too. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. These are huge companies. Every they all have sick time, and and it. Yeah. I don't know where Bungie is based. Is Bungie in Washington? Uh, I want to say yeah. I, I, I want to say Washington. So I'm I sure they've to. got laws where you have to have so many PTO hours or whatever. Anyways, right. that's all besides the point. What I want to do is I want to talk to Avery about his experience <clears throat> in game testing. So. Who did you work for? All right. So when I first started off or got into game testing, I started with a company called Digital Dream Forge. Um, this was like a third-party testing facility, basically just a bunch of grunts. We would pick up different uh, projects from different companies. Um, these companies, including Disney, uh, Atari, um, a couple from – we actually had a few from EA – and from other little small companies like D3 Publisher and stuff like that. Um, once I got my hands kind of 
tied into that, I jumped over and got into THQ back when it was really big. And we had a company out here in Arizona, or sorry, we had a building out here in Arizona. So I worked with them for a minute. Um, and then, you know, with THQ, I kind of jumped around a little bit, worked with uh, Activision, and then based off with my my networking with Disney, I was able to work with their gaming their gaming studio, uh, played them. So I kind of been jumping around for the game testing scene for a minute before I jumped into what I'm doing now as far as like UI UX. But it's been a very interesting journey <laughs> for sure. So, um, how long were you a game tester for then? Uh, so about four years. It's about four years. So I started um, just right after or like almost my last year in college. So I was what twenty one. Um, and then was doing that all the way until 24, 25, before I jumped into meeting you, Mr. Chris. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so then you were about the same, you were, you were, you were in software, actually you were in, you were in video games longer than you were in software testing. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Any, any, did you work on any games that anyone might've heard of? Huh, let me see. Am I allowed to see? Well, I, mean, I, I, know I, I know there's a, <laughs> I know there's a lot of people who have done video game testing and they were like strictly mobile games and yeah, so most of those. <laughs> right. I, so like I would say my biggest claim to fame um was I actually worked on uh Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Okay. So, with Activision. I did work on that. That was really fun. Um you know, of course, with a big company like Activision, I was pretty much just a sea of grunts. There was hundreds of us. So the fact that I was even involved, it was kind of just a small little smitch in the whole big scheme of things. Um, but my other claim to fame as far as, you know, being like a, like a lead, like a lead tester, uh, was when I was working with a, a the company under Digital Dreamforge, uh, called D3 Publisher, and they were they released mostly like the Ben 10 games, you know, stuff like mm -hmm. that. Um, they released like a Ben 10 racing game, and I was like the lead developer for, or not sorry, lead tester for that. Right, right. Um, and then also with Atari, you know, they did a lot of like the drunk uh, Dungeons and Dragons type of scenarios, like D&D. &D. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I did D&D Daggerdale. I was a lead tester for that. That was really fun. Um, and then I, yeah, I did a lot of mobile. Like, so I, I did, I was involved with Farmville and that was more of just like a, you know, when, when mobile, mobile and uh, uh, Facebook gaming was really huge, right? Like it was just constant updates. So even though these games are already out, I was just in there already just testing it. So I really had no credit as far as, oh, you know, this is, these are the people who are testing. Like it was, just, it was just a warehouse of just testers so coming like in and out. Constantly regression testing is what you're saying. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Constant yeah, yeah. regression testings. New updates come in. We test it out. You know, what was the coolest thing about like doing like the mobile and the Facebook gaming was getting like the back end code and just wrecking Havoc all over just you know the game. <laughs> you said Havoc. Yeah, it was just wrecked. I don't know. I like, just just wrecking it. And then like you know, with my sneaky butt, like I would kind of just you know sneak little codes and cheats to my friends. Like, hey, you mm -hmm. guys want some more uh, pigs in your farm bill? Like, right, right, you go. Right. Gotcha. You know, oh like I'll, I'll start just hustling. Like I'll start hustling codes and stuff. <laughs> I never did it. I never, never did the Farmville thing. The, the only um, thing like that that I did was I did that Simpsons 
game uh -huh. like you had to like build springfield or whatever it was that you were doing oh yeah yeah that I, I did that i got suckered into that for a while i didn't spend a damn dime though um that's you know that's good <laughs> as you shouldn't like as you should not like honestly working being in that that the you know on the other side of being you know seeing these mobile and facebook games like nah man i, I, I it's it's ridiculous i'm gonna make one <laughs> point this is a topic for another conversation maybe sure. this is another podcast but <laughs> <laughs> But that kind of gaming is purely built on taking advantage of human mm -hmm. in instincts and manipulating yep. them. And yes. it is ugly and disgusting. Super ugly. And yeah, agreed. A whole, we can make a whole podcast about that because I have mm -hmm. a plethora, a plethora of just like that whole insight, especially being on the other side, it's it's ridiculous, right? Like just for like a, a quick example, as far as like Facebook yes. gaming, yeah, you know, when, all right, so especially for Farmville, right? Um, when new updates were come, whatever it may be, you know, like the, the just the amount of just code it took to make a simple change, like put a bow on a pig or whatever the case may be, and then charge like $10. It's like, are you kidding me? And it's like any and it's like these things took literally minutes, minutes mm -hmm. to make, like yeah. no effort whatsoever, and then charge ten dollars or uh -huh. you know, an energy boost or whatever the case may be. Like there's no effort at all on like the developer or publisher and to get these things out and charging, you know, people tens, twenty dollars, whatever the case may be, you know, getting these people's endorphins up and try to just suck at their end. It's ridiculous. I hate ah. It was, I felt, I felt bad being in that. Yeah. I felt bad just being a tester in there because of just, I, I was part of it. Like I was, I was part of the will. <laughs> I would have been a miserable wreck and I probably would have yeah. quit before I ever had another job because I can't, yeah. I can't do that kind of crap. I, 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 yeah. I call, I, when I, when I work, I'm so like working call centers and stuff like that. Like, yeah. Where you know, it's just a garbage situation. I call in all the time. Like I just, I just can't, I'm no good. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, it was crazy. So, so you have um you have a lot of testing experience between video games and just regular software. How would you compare mm -hmm. the two? So, I enjoy I enjoyed software testing a lot more than game testing. Let me let me, let me better define that because there's a lot of, of different course. areas you can go. Yeah, yeah. I mean as far as um not the technicality of how you're testing it, yeah. but like the environment Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. So one thing I will say about being in a game testing, being in a gaming industry, when it's not crunch time, which that's that's huge. We'll key. get there. We'll that's, get there. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. Huge key. But when it's not crunch time, when it's just a regular environment, um, it's fun, right? It's super fun. Like when I was with in a THQ office, it was amazing. It was Nerf gun wars. It was we're all on bean bags. You know, we're having it's it's. 100, honestly, it is 100% grandma's boy. Like, I would, I'm it's funny because, like, people, you know, when, when I told people that I was a game test, like, oh, so it's like grandma's boy. I'm like, no, it's not. And then I'm like, yeah, it is. It really is. <laughs> well, like, we're, you know, we, we fool around most of the time. You know, we wait until the developers give us the next piece of code and we just go into town. And, you know, when we're finished, we, we have Dance Dance Revolution battles. We eat pizza, we have Nerf guns, we talk bad to other nerds who are nerdier than us, even though we're big ass nerds ourselves. Like, it was a whole cool environment. It was a lot of fun. It felt like, it honestly felt like um, 
a high school for nerds. Like, like, like it really did. You know, okay. Everyone was just everyone was just a kid. You know, playing games. It, it was great. So now, what about the actual like, um, the workload? Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like not the mm -hmm. kind of testing, but like, what what I, what I want to get to is the discrepancy yeah. in pay. Right. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so, I got, I got so take me shit. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll just say this. Uh, being a soft when I was a software tester, I was definitely more comfortable, had a comfortable life versus mm -hmm. being a game tester. Uh, yeah, the 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 pay as a game tester was shit, just complete and total garbage. I think. I got yeah for a good example. So when when I when I started my first game testing gig at Digital Dreamforge, uh, I got paid maybe a dollar more than what the the like the minimum was, right? Mm -hmm. um, and even then, I wasn't getting. I I, did, I wasn't working like the full forty hours yet. Like it was just whatever, like very spare, sparse hours. So I wasn't really getting much money. But what's crazy is when those hours started picking up. You know, especially that forty-hour span, I wasn't getting overtime yet. The amount of work we had to do and the amount of grinding we had to do did not equal the pay, like at all. You know, it, it was it was, it was so bad. Like I'm, you were kind of doing the same stuff as you would for software testing. Like you're building yeah. some test cases, your test yeah, plans, exactly. doing all this stuff. Like you know, they're telling you what's coming in, and you're getting prepared right. for it, and you're trying to figure out how are you going to break this. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's yeah, and that's right. That's the thing. So there was, and I think that's why I was able to pick up software testing so comfortably because there was really no difference, right? Mm -hmm. The 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 software we we're using for testing was the same. You know, the 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 planning was the same. The regression, everything was just the same. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say it was, but the pay was completely different. Was better. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And and just the pay difference, right? Like, I, yeah. I, it's it's crazy. Like when I got into you know the company that we worked in together, like th the amount of difference in pay, I was like, this is crazy. Like, I'm you're paying me this much to do this. Like, okay, <laughs> like yeah. They said that they were paying last week when we covered the Activision laying off the QA staff over in Wisconsin for one of their shops. I think they said they were paying them like eighteen dollars an hour, which is pretty high. Compared to when you were doing gaming and you compared, were in Arizona, yeah, but they're also true. in Wisconsin, which is, I think is pretty fair. We yeah. might be a little more expensive than Wisconsin. Right. But right. Also like when you were doing game testing, the Arizona minimum, minimum wage was probably like 10 bucks, maybe even eight. Yeah. Maybe 12. <laughs> yeah, maybe. yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe like eight. Cause I think I got yeah. paid nine. I got paid like nine fifty. Yeah. <laughs> nine dollars nine dollars and fifty cents man <laughs> yeah that that paycheck was not pretty at all for the amount of work i was doing so you can imagine yeah. when i started yeah. doing software testing crazy and so, so like in that article they pointed out how like they sometimes 80 or 100 hour weeks so let's right. say you're a qa tester and you're not salary on a video um, testing video games but right. once you hit that 80 hours you go into what's considered double time by the federal government and so they even right. take more money tax-wise out of your overtime so then exactly. it becomes almost a wash right like and, and so like that's not cool 
Oh, no, I, I can't imagine anywhere like, OK, maybe in the video. But like, seriously, do you know how hard it is to put 100 hours? Into, it's super, into super five hard. days. Yeah, no, like, that, that's you have to it's, not it's sleep. Hard. So pretty much. Yeah. I mean, so when I was at THQ, um, those crunch times, it was it was yeah, it was close to I think it was only once when I hit um, we hit 100 hours and I did not leave that office. Like I slept, ate everything in that office for that whole week, and then Did you say what it was that you had to work on. I can't. <laughs> yeah, only reason because it didn't. Uh, it actually didn't get released, which even sucked even more. Did, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, they talk about people being sick from crunch time. Could you think of anything where you saw like maybe somebody? I, well, okay. I could imagine if you put in a hundred hour week, you're probably going to get sick. Yeah. But definitely. like, I like, like, have you seen like, I don't know, like people like maybe, maybe they like fell asleep and they hit their head or something like, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, oh, many times, multiple times. Matter of fact. So, <laughs> right. Um, one of the things we saw constantly and just on, just on the tester side, like developer side was a whole different story, but like mm -hmm. on the testers mm -hmm. side, right? You would see your testers, like they would be on it and like they'll be testing, like they'll be playing, but they're completely asleep. Like their eyes are open and they're doing their thing. But like when you try to talk to them, you yeah, know, like sleep. they're not responding, you move their hands and face and they're just literally just like, and then like they, you finally get their attention, like what? And like, did you not hear me? And they're like, I was asleep. It's like, you were not asleep. You were testing. I'm like, I was testing. There's been multiple of those situations. Wow. It, it's okay. like your mind just just it fries. So that's like, it's like sleepwalking. It's yes, like self-imposed sleepwalking. Yeah, you lose track of time. It's it was it was really wow. rough. Like for me, the worst that ever happened to me was like I would just I would fall like I fall asleep and hit my face on the keyboard. But like, yeah, a lot of other people got it worse. People got sick. Um, you know, especially two in a, in a small area, like when one person gets sick, that spreads and then everyone gets sick. But, you know, we, we have this, this game to finish testing so no one can really go anywhere. But yeah, it was, it was, uh, I, I don't, I don't miss it. Like I don't miss being in the game industry. Um, you know, I've heard nothing it's, about I, nightmares. it's, it is, it's nothing but nightmares. Um, the projects are, are horrible, they're horrendous. And then at the end of, at the end of the day too, like you, you don't even know if, you know these games will be released especially if they're like smaller like uh, release games you know thq had a lot of small projects that they were trying to work on especially for the wii um and a lot of those did not get you know did not make the cut right mm -hmm. um and it sucked because you would still dedicate all these hours and you get paid sure but like what what was like is it was what's the worth right what's the cost you know your health is is is, is deteriorating um so your time away from your friends like it's crazy so you're saying when you put in all that work and then nothing happens with the game that made it mm -hmm. even worse oh yeah i felt like personally it made it worse right because okay. why did you like why was i why am i here basically you know risking my life right right wasting my my, my actual life and my time for something that doesn't it's not even gonna ultimately make it onto the cut like that's it's insane that's a, that's a different perspective that you don't really hear about because yeah. I bet it, I bet it happens all the time where the game just doesn't go. Yeah, yeah. or you know you're in or the middle of a project and yeah, or you're in the middle of a project and you know the project owner comes in, it's like, all right, guys, shut it down, and then you just gotta go. 
like just out of nowhere, right? It's just, there's no no reason, no explanation, just, you know, turn, turn off your, your PC, turn off your consoles, whatever the case may be, go home, we're done here. You know, don't come back until we call you type of scenario. And you're not getting paid for that, right? You're not getting paid when you're not working, which is the, the worst. When there's no projects, you're not getting paid and now you're scrambling, which is um, why I, which is why personally I jumped to so many different, you know, companies as far as like doing game testing, you know, to like, I had had to pay the bills, you know? Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> I have two questions left and sure. we're, we're, we're going a little over, but that's okay. I don't mind. I, this is, this is a great conversation. Um, how does crunch happen? Like <clears throat> kind get, get a little hairy in the details, but not too hairy. Yeah. No. Yeah. Sure. Sure. This. Yeah. Um, so crunch happens from, and you can relate to this as well. I know. Crunch happens from poor management, right? It's, it all comes from the ups, right? It's the whole, we got to meet deadlines. We got to, you know, we, we have to get this out, whatever the case may be, yada, yada, yada. Um, and also resources. Um, usually, usually a lot of companies, but well, the ones I've worked with, and it's, it's pretty known standard in the gaming industry as it's being, you know, as obvious that it's starting to bring more to the light. Um, when a game is starting development, the resources are very minimal, right? Um, not a lot of resources are, are added to it. you got a very small team working on it. And re regardless if, say, developers are like, hey, I need more people here, the, the company will be like, no, you don't. We need to save money. You're fine. We don't need to hire any developers. So what ends up happening is you have maybe one or two developers, one or two testers, one or two, whatever the case may be, working on a huge game, like, say, a AAA game, right? And all of a sudden, you know, it's year one is over because usually it's, it's like a two-year cycle when, when making games, like two to three-year cycle. Um, year one is over. Um, announcement starts happening saying, hey, we're going to release this game, so-and-so, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Then management comes down saying, like, hey, how's that game going? And then the developers are like, well, we need more than a year. And the managers are like, well, you don't have, you don't have more than a year. You have one year. What do you need? And we're like, well, I need more developers. That's not going to happen. We're not spending more money. What else do you need? I don't know. Well, if I can't get more developers, I, I, I'm stuck. Well, how about this? How about I throw more hours at you and you get to work? It's like, what? <laughs> that's so unfair. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's, it's, yeah, that's usually what happens. It's, it's the whole upper management wants to get the game out, but doesn't want to provide the resources needed in order to get that game out in a timely manner without sacrificing your the employees, right? They want, they want the, the, the finished product with the least cost. And the way to do that is to make the employees work longer without act, without paying or you know hiring more people to get it done. Crazy madness. <laughs> yeah, and 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 then you can add on the like, what do they call it? Like bloat, but like when they when all of a sudden they want something else now. Oh, now, right? Yeah, and more like and, and last you're already, minute. You were already out. You were over here, and then they yeah, were yeah. over here. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's it's straight yeah straight madness uh crunch time's worse you know I, like i said I, i'm i'm super glad i'm not in that 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 dynamic anymore yeah. so one last question okay is it possible to avoid <laughs> hmm i say all right um real 
realistically, yes, it is possible to avoid. Will it ever happen? No. And that's because uh, humans are greedy. Yes, middle management. Humans are greedy, right? Uh, poor management, yeah, like you're saying, is 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 pretty much the cause, honestly, for any just tech industry. Like, if management is not solid, then the project's going to suffer. There's going to be delays. There's going to be just some sort of headache. Um, and with the game industry, it's you know a lot of these companies, right, are just all about the money. They're all about the Benjamins, right? So whatever whatever they can cut whatever they don't have to spend, they will. And as you know, and they hire these managers because I had I had crappy managers when I was in with these companies. They're just straight crappy. Did not did not know how to manage anything. Yeah. yeah, they don't care. They just wanted to impress, you know, the ups. And it, it was super upsetting, right? You know, we we would complain to the moon, like, hey, we got we need help. And they're like, oh, okay, I'll go tell upper and then you tell upper like everything is great. So we'll get that out in is such it, and such time. Isn't that kind of middle management's job is to just blow smoke up everyone's ass? It is. And I was like, that's the problem. Let's blow yeah. them. Let's blow them. Like, yeah. yeah. And, and, and that's, that's, that is the problem. That is like the ultimate problem. And like, I, these, you know, you just got to, they need to be more serious about it. Like, I get, mm-hmm. I get it. It's, it's their job on the line. But honestly, it's, it sucks because now the people under are suffering for that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's I think it's definitely possible. I don't think a big company can do it. I, so yeah. I've been working for smaller companies than the one that we used to work together at, mm-hmm. um, like way smaller than that company. Right. And I, so because of what I do, I'll work longer days. Uh, yeah. But that's just my thing. But I haven't been under crunch because someone else told me to. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So. It's possible. I just don't think the bigger companies with all the management, red yeah, tape and everything, it's, it's yeah. not, not there. No, not possible. Yeah, not there, not possible. Some, yeah, like you're saying, smaller companies, definitely more manageable. I can see that going. Bigger companies, nope. And yeah, I'll never, <laughs> I'll never go back to the game industry. I, I'm, no, I'm good. Only under desperate yeah. conditions. <laughs> Super desperate. We're also like, you know what? Hey, here's my here's my resume. I've been here before. Just give me in there. Like, here you go. Whatever, you know. Well, this has been awesome. So yeah. What are you gonna watch next week? Let's see. Uh so next week uh is Matrix. Matrix wait, wait, no, 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 no. This week's what, mean, this... what are you gonna watch yeah, this this next week? week between now and next Wednesday? Oh okay. Uh yeah, so yeah. Spider Man for sure. We're gonna watch that. Um, might check out, maybe browse through Netflix and just I don't know. I'm feeling kind of random, so I might just randomly okay. pick something. Yeah. So we'll see. Into the holiday season, so that's yeah. There is that. Yeah. I mean, we're in the holiday season, but you know, getting closer to the <laughs> holiday. The, right. Um, yeah. Yeah. You gonna you gonna you gonna play anything? Huh. I. I might continue playing some Mass Effect, like mm-hmm. you know, get get that finished. Uh, probably, I think I'm midway done for Emmy or Mass Effect Two, so I'm jumping Mass Effect Three, mm-hmm. um, and then stop after that. I'm not gonna play Mass Effect Andromeda. I already used, and yeah, and probably find some start something else to play. Oh, I've, uh, I've what's crazy? So I've actually uh, started playing uh, A Way Out with my dad. That's been okay. really fun. 
So I've been doing that. I guess I should have mentioned that as well. But yeah, I've been playing that with my dad. That's been really cool. So okay. So I don't know what I'm gonna watch. It'll probably be something random. I'll probably just find another random movie. Yeah. Um, and then as far as playing, I would love to get to some Witcher two, but like. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm working on another project. You might notice over here the guitar is not on the wall. It's actually See that, right, yeah. right here. Okay. Next to me. Um, I'm 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 writing music. So Love we'll see it. we'll see how the inspiration on that goes this weekend, and if that leads me down a Witcher hole or not. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just, just I, I, toss, I would just love to, I would love to, but when things are just going, you just got to go. Yeah. So just just <laughs> toss the coin to your Witcher, and you be like, oh wait, isn't that the, the new season? Oh, that's tomorrow. Oh. That's tomorrow. Ooh. I think tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. Shit. <laughs> so I started. I, so I I put the book down for a couple months. I started okay. the first one a while back. I put it down. I restarted it last night. Mm -hmm. Um. I was really hoping to get through more of those books before that. <laughs> that happened. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. I saw. Was it? Cavill was talking about playing another video game character. I can't remember uh -huh. who it was, but he's like, I'll, I'll do it if they stick close to the source material. And I was mm -hmm. like, ooh, are those shots fired? Like... <laughs> <laughs> right. But yeah, so I guess on that note, hey, thanks for watching. If you enjoyed it, leave us a thumb up, subscribe. If you didn't like it, Hit the dislike button. We don't care. It doesn't matter anymore. And it still helps. <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, everyone have a wonderful evening. Or day or Peace. whenever you watch this.